Will my hounds annoy us in the background? Only time will tell. But for now, it's Shane Lynch with the intro of the episode. The cold open of all cold opens. Shane, take it away. I was saying, Boo Earns, if only the sugar were as sweet as you, sir. Drinking has ruined my life. I'm 31 years old. <laughs> that might Today, be part four of our series of agonizing pain in which I live every day. <laughs> Hello, I need the largest seed bell you have. No, that's too big. <laughs> the eating of an orange is a lot like a good marriage. Okay, that's it. Oh, yeah, there you go. He just kept going. That was fantastic. Everyone loves some mole man lines. All right, get to the intro song. Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. Shane Lynch with some unbelievable Hans Mole Man lines. Possibly, we're going to have to do this uh, maybe at the end of like season one or two, maybe a little bit later when he makes some more appearances, but Hans and a few others and have like a vote of who's the most underrated kind of like secondary character. You know what I mean? That's true. If Yeah, he's definitely up there though for secondary characters. Yeah, He has to be because he has so many great random throwaway lines and they insert him into so many places for some, some really good gags. Um, but this uh, episode doesn't have mole man featured in it he might be in the background i i believe maybe in some of the mob scenes but it yeah, is mob too. It, yeah it's nick and shane bringing you episode eight of uh of simpsons season one the telltale head and uh before we get talking about this one uh let's let's talk about shane's background or not background outro music uh for the last episode uh shane why'd you go with that uh, yeah, so I used the first track from Simpsons Hit and Run. Uh, if yeah. you played that game, you would have recognized the tune. Uh, but yeah, it's one of the be- like the better Simpsons game, if not the best Simpsons game of all time. So fitting, considering last yeah. episode, so much video game. I think we concluded last episode that, yeah, that's probably, there's not really anything that can knock it off the number one Simpsons-themed video game. So the Simpsons game from 2007 is pretty fun, but Hit pretty and good. Run is yeah. the... the the tops of the mountain. Um, but before we really get into this one, there was something that uh, caught my attention from uh, one of the earlier episodes because at our, at our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore E B E uh, I had posed a question and uh, about, you know, one of the episodes that you like, one of the episodes that you dislike uh, throughout the early part of season one and at peach machine replied to us and had a pretty, uh, pretty powerful claim here saying that homer's odyssey is the worst episode of television ever not just simpsons but the worst episode of television period what do you think about that and we actually like that one yeah it wasn't bad Um, yeah i I didn't think it was it had some good gags in it uh to each their own but yeah i think there's definitely worse episodes in season one than that Definitely. I think we kind of came to that conclusion with Bart the General and worst episode of TV of all time. Like, think about that. There's got to be like, I'm going to guess like 120 episodes of Two Broke Girls. It'll easily go up to that and say, you want to you want to talk? Yeah, you want to talk about worst episode of television of all time? We got 120 worse than this episode of The Simpsons. That's true. And arguably the episode where uh, Principal Skinner turns out to be an imposter. That is most people's 
most hated episode or disliked. Yeah, of of the kind of classic seasons. Heck, my hounds uh, fighting on the on the bed right now. They might be. They probably beat two broke girls. Um, they might compete with uh, Bart the General, though. Uh, Bart the General of, was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. From an this, adult perspective, at least, uh, it yeah. really was. It really was. But if you have any other uh, opinions, uh, get at us at Simpsons underscore ebe we're active on there always love to talk simpsons with any uh of our of our listeners but now it's time for shane's trivia i wonder if it involves dogs because mine are just they're just they're going out of here the background yeah oh yeah hey, you guys want to say hello marshmallow louie no they're just looking at me all right shoot away uh so i'm going to start easy what springfield regular is prone to chuckle at inappropriate moments uh so uh dr hibbert that and is correct. He, yes, and he advises Lisa later on to do the same, but uh, she doesn't really she doesn't really get it. She can't really do it like Doctor Hibbert can. Uh, All right. In King Size Homer, Homer buys his plus size wardrobe at what big man's clothing store? Oh, the store name. One of the great spring gigs. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! I can picture them walking through. The store and all, and all the different uh, outfits. Of course, obviously, the Moo Moo being the, the premier one of them. But I can't remember. I, for the life of me, I can't remember the store name. The Vast Waistband. The Vast. I See, and the weird thing is, I can't picture that one in my head. That's just one of the ones that I think Moo Moo is so good that it like overrides the sign gag. Uh, and this one I was saving for last because to me, this one is the hardest. Um, H-O-M-R. Is a parody of what 1960s film? Uh, is it that? Uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. HOMR. I was thinking of um, uh, the trios of. We are talking about the trios of horror spot, right? Uh, perhaps. So that would be uh, 2001? Uh, no, Charlie, actually. Charlie? Charlie. That's what it's based off of. What yeah, I didn't know Charlie? that once, but I chose it. Uh, do, you, do you know what that is? 1960s film. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I it don't is? Know. I didn't know what it was. That's why I chose it. As maybe I thought maybe it'd surprise me and you'd know for some crazy reason. Man, I, I know some pretty good Simpsons trivia. Like I've done some pretty well at uh, WooHoo Classic Simpsons trivia in Toronto, but that one, uh, that one right out of left field. Would have never guessed that in a million years. I have no idea what the hell the movie is. Old oh. 60s film that neither of us have ever seen, apparently. I'm sure yeah. someone listening has seen it. Yeah. Yeah, there's somebody out there. So you, you guys have never seen Charlie? What the hell's the matter with you? But no, I've never seen Charlie, and neither has Shane. So uh, going from Charlie to something that I'm slightly more familiar with, I guess, would be uh, the Telltale Head. And uh, aside from the opening, which I remember being kind of weird because it, it's just kind of like it's one of those episodes that starts at the end, and then you kind of have to work back towards it. I don't remember a whole heck of a lot about this one. Do you? Uh, yeah, not not too much. Um, obviously, it has the iconic scene where Jebediah's head gets you know cut off, and then Bart hides it in his backpack or whatever. Um, and that's been you know that was on the intro for the longest time, right? Mm-hmm. Of the bullies cutting off the head of Jebediah. It's not the best Jebediah episode. I personally love. Uh, the other episode of Jebediah where they reveal like the history and how the history was actually false. Like Lisa digs in there. Like that's to me, that's like the pinnacle of Jebediah. 
in yeah. Simpsons. Um, but yeah, this episode, besides that one kind of iconic scene that's in video games and, you know, references throughout the show, like pretty much since the episode aired. Um, yeah, I don't, nothing crazy. Like no gags that stand out or anything. No, me neither. Um, I'm going into this one extremely neutral because uh, I, like you, I really don't have a whole heck of a lot to remember about this episode. I remember my dad hated it for some reason. I don't really know why. But then again, he hates all sorts of things for no reason. And I don't know why. Kind of like the Blue Jays. Uh, he doesn't like the Blue Jays. Don't know why. But what are you going to go? I'm just going to go with a five. Five out of ten, completely neutral right in the middle. What are you going with for your pre-rating? Uh, my neutral, six out of ten. So I'll go with that. Six out of ten. Okay, you're going with your, your classic six. You're slightly more favorable uh, to things off the bat than I am. So let's let's give it a watch. Let's see if the Telltale Head's any good. Okay, I'll play it in three, two, one. So here we go. Telltale Head, February 25th, 1990. The uh, the debut of this one. And it's another Al Jean and uh, Mike Reese episode. And it's actually a, a rare uh, writing credit for Mac Rainey. Oh, yeah, he didn't really write a lot of them, yeah? Uh, yeah. Chuck for gig is I did not see Elvis. That's a good one, because I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was around this time, late 80s, early 90s, where people were uh, seeing Elvis again. I know, like, in like in Tweed, Ontario, somebody claimed they saw Elvis. Yeah, and that I always found that kind of, like, hysteria, like Bigfoot or something. Yeah, he certainly became that. Yeah. Mass hysteria. About Elvis. Mass hysteria, indeed. You an Elvis fan? Um, a couple of his songs are like I don't mind, but I, I wouldn't call myself a fan. No, me neither. Like, I, I get it. I get what he did. I get what he did. I get what the Beatles did. I'm really big fans of either. He seemed oh. like he was a great entertainer for his time, but yeah, it's whatever. By yeah. the way, that guy eating a sandwich at the very start of the intro, I missed that guy. At the plant. Yeah. Yeah, they should have kept that in there. Oh, another squeeze. Yeah, Bart gets squeezed off the couch. They were really, why... uh, oh, oh, it's geez, the same this one. This is what I was talking about earlier. So, yeah. people, so that was the same gag that we've seen before. Yes, we saw that in episode uh, yeah. you know, So on television, three, right? people would turn it, the channel off because they thought it was the I same episode. Find that people are pretty decent if you give them half... <laughs> there it is. Yeah, and so this is one of those rare ones. I actually recalled it starting like this. I forgot that there was even a couch gag. Like, I thought it was just the mob chasing Homer and Bart, so clearly I'm wrong. Yeah, the show definitely picks up. You know, it's exciting. This is kind of the first time we see, like, the core of downtown Springfield, too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Also, the first mob we see, we see many mobs throughout the series. I can't let my only boy get ripped limb from limb by a bloodthirsty mob. We'll die together like a father and son should. Now we got him. Hey, it's Homer Simpson and his kid, Bart. Let's kill them. Bring him out. So we get a lot of the characters that are featured in the background first we have seen before, up to this point. Until you've heard the story of how we ended up with the head of our beloved town founder. How long will this story take? That's a decent uh, bit. About yeah, that's pretty good. Minutes and five seconds. It's too long. It's kind of the first meta moment, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Looking fun of itself. 
Sunday morning. Do you like when shows do that? Like, I know, like, Community. I love Community. Big, big fan. As long as they don't do it too, like, too much where it breaks your immersion completely. Ready for inspection, Mom. Yeah, I always thought they found a pretty good balance. And Lisa, you look lovely. Bart, assume the position. I have a feeling my kid's going to be like this, a troublemaker like Bart. Not that I don't think we were going to be going to church, but... Uh, did you go to church? No, you didn't, right? You said you weren't a, like, you didn't grow up religious, right? No, I don't think I've ever been to, like, a Sunday service or anything like this. Uh, I went every Sunday up until, gosh, must have been 12 or something. Do you remember any of it? Like, does any of it sink in? Was any of it uh, useful? When you sing the same songs, like, every single Sunday, they definitely stick with you. That'll be, uh... It's routine, right? So you're saying yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. prayers, singing the same song. So like, yeah, that stuff does, <laughs> it does stay with you. That'll be our new outro for each episode. Stay tuned, everybody. As Shane Lynch sings his favorite church hymn. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, my favorite, evidently, not to bring this back to cupcakes, but uh, they did have muffins every Sunday after service. What kind of muffins? Uh, it was different every every week. I was obviously a big fan of carrot and double chocolate chip. I, uh, yeah, the, the whole experience of going to church is definitely something that I've never, never experienced. It does not look like a lot of fun. It's not fun at all. Especially, uh, Catholic church, you gotta stand up, kneel, sit, stand up, kneel, sit. And, uh, when you kneel, it's not really, you're basically kneeling on wood, so your shins are, like, just being dug into the whole time. It's funny here that Homer's like, we see Homer multiple times throughout the series. He's a huge football fan, but you don't know who he's cheering for right now. Like he's cheering for the, for the Adams or, uh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. I forgot about this. Um, this is a real thing, Nick, where there is a separate church service for kids on certain Sundays. Right, Sunday school. They'll, they'll, they'll take the kids away during um, during mass, and then they'll have their own like kids service. Did it, did you ever ask that, like questions get asked like that? Because I'd be like Bart, I'd be asking questions. Oh like yeah, that. questions got asked like that all the time. Yeah. The uh, older you get, the more questions you ask. I wonder if this hit like home with people more in 1990. I'm assuming people went to church more 30 years ago than they do yes, now. Yes, most definitely. More people were religious and religious in the West in the early 90s. With cell phones, I feel like this is way more. Like I can picture teenage kids that go to church or yeah, there's, there's go gonna to be church people. they got on like Instagram or whatever yeah there's gonna be people like streaming something sure right yeah like especially if you live on the west coast Canada or US and you know your football team's playing in the east <laughs> good. that's a good line actually doesn't oh 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 Bart, what about a robot with a human brain? I don't know. All these questions. That's a great, that's a great line. Faith too much to ask? Yeah!
This is one of the... Oh, that's the, the, the good sign there. Uh, so Reverend Lovejoy is talking about, you know, the dangers of gambling and stuff, but the sign, as he's um, standing at the church entrance, is all about, like, bingo and all oh, yeah, sorts of gambling have, like, going on. Church activities, it's all about gambling. And today's sermon was one you should have really listened to. What was it about? Gambling. We're not knocking religion. You want to go to church on Sunday? Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, your own thing. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, if you actually, if you like it, you like it. Go ahead. Lisa, Barr, what did you two learn in Sunday school today? The answers to deep theological questions. Yeah, among <laughs> other things, apes can't get into heaven. What? Those cute little monkeys? That's terrible. Who told you that? Our teacher. I can understand how they wouldn't let in those wild <laughs> jungle apes. But what about those really like smart Mr. Teeny. who live among us? Who roller skate and smoke cigars? Or Mojo. Pray for Mojo. And Space Mutants 4. Yeah, of course. Drop me off, drop me off. No, Space Mutants 4, the trilogy continues. That's great. I know what those movies are. That's something like a star, I could see of a Star Wars tagline. Human flesh. You just get a lot of bad ideas. Hey, Dad, can I have five bucks? I hope you're not planning to see a certain movie starring certain space mutants that a certain mother didn't want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> Perish the thought. Cool go, dad, son. Homer, letting Fairly his kid well go see the horror movie. Oh, yeah. There's that always that kind of stuff where it's like, did your mother say it was okay? Ooh. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that will uh, probably be me as a dad. I can see that. My wife will agree. His voice sounds a little odd here. Yeah, Jimbo's is, uh... Kearney's is right on. Yeah, that's still the same. Just at the first appearance, we see of Kearney and, and Jimbo. And pause it for a quick sec here, Shane. Oh, yeah, sure. Because it is time for a random... Trivia question that I'm going to ask Shane, and you can try and, and solve this one uh, uh, on your own as well. This is going to be a tough one. So, uh, Kearney has possibly the strangest last name in the entire uh, series. Um, Kearney's last name is Zizikwix. Can you spell Kearney's last name? Uh, Zikwix? Yeah, Zizikwix. Something like that. You know what I'm trying to go for. It's something. Okay. As soon as I get a letter wrong, you have to tell me, right? Okay. 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 So I might get it wrong right off the bat. It, does it start with a Z? Yeah. That's, that's okay. a good start. Okay. Cool. Yep. Uh, Z I? And one, more more chance. one more chance. One more chance. One more chance. Z E? Guess what follows the Z? Uh, a silent letter? Another Z. So oh, Kearney's last yes, name, of course. they had to have done this uh, just for the sake of being, let's see how many Zs we can put in somebody's last name with it possibly looking and sounding like a, a last name. It's Z-Z-Y-Z-W-I-C-Z. So he has four Zs in his last name. And uh, yeah, they, they definitely had to... Uh, I've done that just to mess with people. Has there ever been like a jersey joke? Like he's wearing a jersey and he has his last name on the back? No, I don't think so because he's not—he's too old to be on the football team. Right. When uh, Bart plays Pee Wee football. So, no, that would be a good one. Maybe there are in some of the later episodes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
I've Who knows? Fallen Maybe we'll find that with the newest stuff. But yeah, you'd think that uh, I don't know. They'd be at a sporting event where everyone had a jersey on, and they would put that as like a little sign gag. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be great. Writers, if you haven't done that, and you're, I know you're yeah, listening. Do that. Take it yeah, freebie. Do it. All right, let's get back to the episode. Bart's chatting it up here with uh, Curry and Jimbo. Coast is clear. You guys are sneaking in. Yeah. And there's Dolph. Pay to see movies. Hey Bart, come on. But did you ever go to the theater and then kind of like wait for the next showing to happen and sneak into a different movie? Yeah, once or twice, I think so. I think it was, uh, it was, uh, the second Jackass movie, I think. I got a ticket for something else and then yeah. ended up uh, going to see that because I was only 14 at the time and couldn't get in. You? Uh, I never did it, no, but um, I was always a good person and paid for my tickets. Um, good church going boy. Yeah. But if you went during the week, you could definitely go. Like, they were never sold out. No. You ever gone to the movie theaters by yourself? No, I haven't, actually. I feel like I should do that at least once. Have you gone uh, by yourself? If so, which movie? No, I don't think I ever have. I remember going... Uh, Never going on... to the restaurant by myself either. That I've done because uh, I've gone on Denny's before to get free breakfast on my birthday. But uh, now what about this? This is our first appearance of Apu. Uh, love this character so much. And uh, the uh, kids are shoplifting from poor Apu. Did you ever do this at like a candy at a convenience store and snag a little gum or chocolate or something like that? No, I've never stolen, but um, the whole squishy thing definitely reminds me of going to Max um, and grabbing a Froster, for sure. Oh, you were a Max guy. I had a 7-Eleven by my house, so I was a, I was a Slurpee dude. Uh, it wasn't always a Max. Uh, it used to be a... Gosh, I forget what it... I grew up in a very small town. It was something else. Like, Max bought out our old kind of no-name convenience store when I was like 12 or something. Is that supposed to be like a muskrat or something he's standing on? No, I think it's a bear. I never really noticed it. Okay, it's like a rodent. It'd be funny if it was a rodent that he's like triumphing over a possum or something. Oh, maybe it's supposed to be a fox. That was definitely a loop of the, the shopkeep owner there. Like, it was the same line. They played it twice in a row, definitely. Hey, hey, that was pretty bad voice acting. By the way, uh, underrated. Just going to a park on a nice day and... Uh, Looking up at the uh, nice cloudy sky. They do this a couple of times in this in the series, don't they? For yeah, what is it? Everyone on the internet saying right now, go touch some grass. That's literally yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> I saw uh, somebody put a pretty the CGI was pretty good, but somebody put a fake of uh, seeing cloud in Saskatchewan. It was supposed to be like the hand of God, and there was like lightning shooting. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. The summer twenty-two, the old hand of God. He's your boyfriend. Yeah, come on, a lot of religion talk early in this episode, eh? Uh, that's true, yeah. 
Simpsons does get pretty deep in general with religion and philosophy overall. A lot of theological uh, yeah, questions. Yeah, not just uh, Christianity or, uh, but almost all religions, all religions they touch yeah. upon. Pretty close, anyways. Did you ever do anything to try to impress a bunch of kids at school that you look back on and you're like, well, I was really dumb? Oh, yeah, like, uh, the saying boys will be boys comes from when you get all of us together, we turn into bumbling idiots, especially when we're young. Pretty much. Like, we do a lot of stupid things. I remember in my 11th birthday, I had a sleepover and I had this, like, sponge chair thing. And we were putting it on our head and, like, running into the walls and being like, who could run into the wall the fastest? And... Well, oh, my yeah. mom shut that down before one of us broke our necks. Or you broke the drywall? Yeah. I'm glad you asked, son. Being popular is the most important thing in the world. So, like, sometimes you could do stuff that you think is pretty bad. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting because being popular really, once you get past high school, no. it means uh, yeah, absolutely once nothing. you get past high school, some people, their best years were up until high school when they were, like, the most popular one. And then they got into a bigger pool with more fish. College, exactly. University, uh, or they join the workforce. Yeah, moral here being, don't go out of your way to do something stupid to impress a bunch of people. If you're in elementary or high school, you don't need to do that. Just or if you are the most popular kid in your school, hey, take advantage of that because that is a short-lived thing. <laughs> sure, it last very long. This is the first, but not the last time Bart dresses up as a ninja. Yeah, he does it when he's doing the Thai restaurant too, right? Yeah. There's been a couple of sign gags and stuff so far, but nothing really. I'm not standing... hating this at all. No, it's, like, it's not bad. Going on, it's all right. I I did like Bart asking the stupid questions to the uh, Sunday school teacher. Because they're actually, like, they are stupid, but they're not at the same time. They are questions that most people, like, especially growing up, would have. Ooh, that intro shot coming back to... Very fuzzy. Back to very fuzzy. Yeah. The coloring's been a lot better here. That's a nice Godfather reference there with Bart waking up with the head of Jebediah instead of the head of the horse. Uh, safe to say that the statue's made out of bronze? Yeah, how did he cut through it? Yeah. Like, I know he had a saw, but... Yeah, this is a regular that. handsaw. Another parallel to Christmas Vacation. How did Clark get the tree out of the ground? How did Bart get the head off with just a saw? It's true, yeah. The guy doing the, the voice over the radio reporting on Jebediah, it's definitely Dan Castellaneta. It's very, very close to Homer's voice. First Wiggum. No, we get we get Wiggum earlier. Remember oh right, he was in uh, Homer's Odyssey. Yeah, you're right. Stay tuned to the station for further developments as they. <laughs> it's just a statue. It's a statue of the trailblazing founder of our town. It's a symbol of what we can all do if we put our minds to it. Just a statue. I really do like, like you mentioned off the top, how they go into Jebediah's background and. Yeah, Lisa's uh, statement there uh, definitely changes when she figures him out, right? Like uh, that's very true of a lot of people. They don't want to look into the past. They built somebody up who uh, wasn't very good. Whoa, what's going on with Moe's? Moe's is now like a 
Very red. Uh, what happened to the front door? Oh yeah, it's yeah, it was odd looking. It went into another room. Oh man, that person looks way over. Uh, the way they did these old people. The uh, the guy sitting beside Grandpa kind of looks like. Uh, remember in the hundred and thirty eight spectacular when they go into Matt Groening's office and he's like a thousand years old. He's finger painting. Get out of my office. Kind of looks like that guy. Yeah, and they're they're on grass that you're supposed to keep off. They're badasses. Big time badass. But I would never cut the head off of a guy who iced a bear with his bare hands. So what's in the bag, Bart? I said, what's in the bag, Bart? Go ahead, Bart. Tell them. It's the head of the And this is one of two times we get in it. No. Well, two times for the specific play. This is in a reference to the, the, the telltale heart, which Allison... Uh, builds for her diorama later on. The Edgar Allan Poe story about being haunted by the... Oh, basically, the, the bad deed. I wanted them to like me. Hmm. The channel seems rattled. It's funny because the, the, the talking of Jebediah actually, like, the voice stays pretty similar to uh, what he ends up being later on. When they go into his background. Yeah, I feel like Mr. Burns wouldn't care at all. That's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like why? Why does Mr. Burns care? It's our first crusty episode. We've seen him in the background, but we've never actually seen him. Yeah, we've seen posters, like teases, this whole time, basically. Wow, does that look nothing like? Sideshow Bob. No, he's he's got a slide whistle, but his hair is. Bob's got an extra few lbs there. Yeah, and his hair is closer to Marge's than it will be to his uh, palm tree kind of shape later on. Sometimes a hero can be a young boy with the courage to stand up and admit he's made a mistake. Yeah, well, I'm running a little short on courage right now. Dart has a habit of burying things in backyards and front yards. Yeah, he does. Like when he stupidly hid the Christmas presents in the snow. In the snow, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. The, good yeah. I, I forgot about that. I like how they change it too uh, later on that he he <laughs> that he uh, he ended up remember he he tamed the buffalo. He didn't kill the bear. So history changes over time, right? Yeah. Great judo throw on that bear, though. Yeah. Beautiful. Idea like that? Clean throw. Lay off the boy, Marge. He's a good kid. Quit giving him the third degree. Did you have something to do with this? Well, maybe I am a I wonder if the look of Jebediah was based off anybody in particular. I don't think I've ever read that. Let's take the head thing back to the authorities. I guess he's just right now like a, it's, it's like a really bad statue with his pupils pointing in different directions. People are pretty decent if you give them half. So the mob is out. Like, why are they out though? Are they just roaming the streets hoping to come across somebody carrying Jebediah's head? They all uh, coordinate on their ham radios. <laughs> 
apart this young Sunday school student as he stands on the brink of salvation. I await your wrath. But I'd like to add one thing. It wasn't until I removed the head of Jebediah's... Like how Bart uses the... The religious aspect. I, I'm, I'm just this young, poor... Church going Sunday school boy. Throw pity on me. Yeah. And then it, in an instant, they all change. Krusty's almost too pale. Far greater than any punishment you could dish out. Far, far greater. Far, 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 far greater. Barney's hair changed back to blonde. Yeah, Sideshow Bob's hair has changed. Yeah. The background characters, though, they don't look like, for the most part, they don't look like they're uh, from another series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, that's it. And so Bart just puts the head back on. The yeah, put the head back on. Yeah. He learned a valuable lesson not to uh, do crazy stuff just to impress other people. Yeah, which is a pretty good lesson in, in general. I, I started off with a five on this. Um, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go no change in this one. It's a perfectly fine episode. It's uh, yeah, a couple stay of... With, I'll stay with a six. Couple of nice gags. Uh, nothing really standing out, though. If I have to go for my favorite gag or line, it would be Bart asking the Sunday school questions uh, to the teacher. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's at the top for me. What about you? Uh, so yeah, that's a good one. Um, I guess yeah, when, they were, like, when yeah. they were naming off like Jebediah, like all those, like the the TV gag when they kept naming off Dias, he, all, all his old timey names: Jebediah, yeah. Obadiah, Jedediah, Zedediah. Yeah. That was a pretty decent gag. Yeah, I completely forgotten about that one. That wasn't bad. But this is a completely neutral episode. This is one that I would yeah. say. Uh, you can you can probably skip it, but you know what? There are a couple of things that you you might enjoy. It's just kind of eh, not bad. That's 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 all I got to say about this one. Yeah, like it lays the groundwork for the later episode about Jebediah, which is great. So that's true. It, it is very good. That they ended up coming up. I'm sure they would have come up with the character in the in the future, something similar to to Jebediah. But uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. So at least the groundwork was laid for that. Alrighty, that's all. That's really all I gotta say about this one. This one is just kind of one of those ones that it's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, that was okay. So let's uh, let's give her a a sayonara and Shane. He's gonna pick our outro song. Shane, what's it gonna be? Uh, Actually, no, I'm not gonna ask you what it's gonna be. You're just gonna play. Sure, it. but uh, sorry. Up next, we have uh, Life on the Fast Lane. Ah, yes, pretty great. We got Life on the Fast Lane. We got another Albert Brooks, the first real Albert Brooks. I hyped him up too much in the. Uh, in, as the cowboy RV salesman, so right. This is a better episode than that, than that for sure. Yes, um, indeed. But yeah, and you can follow us at uh, on our Twitter handle, which is uh, Simpsons E B E. Correct. Nick? Simpsons underscore E B E. So get at us. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious if you if you like this one or not because it is really one that can flip flop either way. So get at us with uh, with your reply. Yeah. Uh, on, on on your thoughts on on this one here, the Telltale Head. But yes, we're gonna come back with Life on the Fast Lane, and Shane's gonna play a set right now. Shane, and hit that music. Here you go. <laughs> 